Welcome to the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Super Talk Mississippi 93.7 Spotlight is on Northwest Community College. And you can listen to our live stream at supertalknorthms.com. Just click on the link for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Here's your host, Gary Darby. Good morning again. It's 9.06 and time to do another Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Let me tell you what happens on today's program. At least this is where we have the schedule and what we plan to do. Quick little news item here at the top. Plus, we'll take a look at that weather forecast. We have to do that kind of thing. And then we'll move into our guests. And we got a couple of ladies we want to talk with on the program today. First will be Lillian Morris Hilson. She's grant writer and coordinator at Northwest Community College. We'll tell you what all that means. We'll meet her for the first time, kind of get that little background look, find out about Lillian, and we'll discuss all the things she does at Northwest Community College in helping secure grants and what projects are underway right now. And then we'll talk with a current Northwest Community College student, Mary Farish. We'll get her experience, what she's majoring in maybe what's next things of that nature with her lillian is first mary is second we'll talk some sports after that a chilly beginning to the day we told you and currently right now still 23 degrees got that wind chill factored in to make it feel like 11 at this particular point in time as i speak to you on your thursday january 20th we'll warm to freezing to 32 degrees And that is all. And then right around 4 o'clock, temperatures will drop with mostly clear skies. Tomorrow morning, we begin even cooler, 19 degrees, about the time we walk in the studio and get ready to prep for what starts. It will get into the mid-30s with sunshine tomorrow, back again into the teens on early Saturday morning. So that is your forecast for the next couple of days. AlanSamuelsOxford.com brings that forecast to you. You can shop online at AlanSamuelsOxford.com. Your friend in the car business, that is Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And uh, MDOT, nothing there for us to look at at this particular point and time. You know all the ways to be around the show. The Facebook page, North Mississippi Spotlight with Gary Darby. On Twitter at GDARB65. You listen to us on the radio at 93.7. You stream us at Super Talk North Mississippi. You can use the Alexa device. You can do everything to keep in touch with us as I sit here in the Litco Metals studio, ready to do another one of these programs for you today. Bit of information. Found this out. And, of course, Northwest has put out a release and uh, so have other people along the way. But as I was in Cenotopia last week doing a basketball game, Uh, for nwccrangers.com and their TV and streamed on Facebook. The chatter as I walked into Howard Coliseum was all about the partnership with Chick-fil-A. And there'll be a new dining option for the students on the Cenotopia campus coming up soon. The new home of the Chick-fil-A in Cenotopia is going to be in the McClendon Center on the college's main campus. The partnership is based on a long-term agreement with Aladdin Food Services, which also runs the College Food Service, and the Haraway Center. And we've talked about in the past on this program, you know, people have always talked about how good the food is at the cafeteria there. So Aladdin will help with the partnership and help with things uh, with Chick-fil-A, and we all know about that. The McClendon Center is slated to begin some renovations in the spring. And then 
uh, maybe operations beginning with the Chick-fil-A in the fall here of 2022. A full-service, 150-seat restaurant. It will operate like any other Chick-fil-A. So it will remain open year-round, even through the times the school is on holiday and not there. Although, as you know, remember, closed on Sundays. And local residents and college students will be able to receive their dine-in, takeout, and possibly mobile delivery services. Chick-fil-A coming on the Northwest Campus in the McClendon building. They'll start working on that here in the next couple of months. And then somewhere in the fall, they hope to have it ready for the Chick-fil-A on the Northwest Community College Campus in Senatobia, full-service, 150-seat restaurant. How about that? Good news for the people there. 9-11. That's the time. Coming up next, we'll head to that campus, and we'll talk about grants and what is going on in that area of the world with our new friend of the program. We'll be chatting on the other side of the break with Lillian Morris-Hilson. Stay with us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. What is a community bank? A community bank is locally owned and operated. A community bank tends to focus on the needs of the businesses, farms, and families where the bank's branches are located. Lending decisions are made by people living in the community and who understand those needs. Hi, I'm Mike Webb, President and COO at Sycamore Bank. Our bank was created for this reason, and we have proudly served North Mississippi communities for over 120 years. We have everything you want and need in a bank. Check us out. See the difference. Sycamore Bank. Come grow with us. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. And I also want to remind you that when the show is done, if you missed any of it, there's an easy way to go find it. The podcast will be available later on in the afternoon. Anywhere you go listen to podcasts across the great digital world, it will be there. I'll send this show and get it to Northwest Community College. Mr. Andrew Dale, who I met uh, finally face-to-face at the basketball game last week, he'll get all the audio and everything up there. So if you like listening to podcasts, maybe you missed some of it, or you want to tell your friends, yo, if you missed the show today, go find the podcast. It will be up later this afternoon. Let's meet a new friend. Lillian Morris-Hilson is on the phone with us. We're going to find out all about her, what she does, and why she's joining us today. But first of all, on this chilly morning, Lillian, how are you? I'm doing well, Gary. Good. Thank you for inviting me on this morning to share with you all what I do here in Northwest. Good. I hope the heat's working in the office. It is. You know, <laughs> like, like, I had to get out the car this morning. It's like, oh, I wasn't prepared for this I know, cold weather. I know. And I, I do a weather forecast every day at the top of this program and knew it was going to be cold. And then I walk out and it's it's take the trash to the street day, right, and get it picked up. And as oh, I went no. outside, it was like, oh, dear. <laughs> I kind of forgot it was going to be this chilly this exactly, morning. Exactly. Exactly. But I'm excited to be with you Good. all on this cold morning. Absolutely. But, Share what I do here at the college. Well, first of all, let's share about you a little bit. First time guests always get this, and we find out a little bit about you, where you're from, how you got to Northwest Community College. Tell us that story. Oh, I love to share my elevator speech with you. <laughs> um, but as you said, I'm Lillian Morris-Hilson, and I'm originally from Batesville, so not too far away from uh, Northwest or the, your community as well. 
but I grew up there and attended the University of Mississippi. So hotty toddy. Right on. <laughs> exactly. Love I love Oxford and obtained a degree in hospitality management um, from the university in 2007. Worked in the industry uh, for about two years in Florida and decided to come home and pursue my master's of business administration. So came home and my parents, I'd been working out on my own, paying my bills and my parents loved it. And <laughs> so I came home without a job and said, hey, I'm going back to school. And they said, no, 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 we need you to go to school and work. So I worked for the Community Foundation of Northwest mm-hmm. Mississippi in Hernando for almost five years in uh, development and grant writing. So that was my first instance in uh, the nonprofit sector. Grew up with a family that was heavily involved in the community and economic development, so had it in my DNA, but was my first opportunity to gain work experience in the nonprofit sector and grant writing. My career evolved, and I worked for North Delta Planning and Development District in Batesville for about eight years, and this opportunity came available at the college. So I am the first exclusive grant writer here at Northwest. Well, congratulations Uh, on that. Well, thank you. Thank you. No pressure. No pressure. No no pressure. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But the administration decided to aggressively seek external funds from a gamut of federal, state, local, and private nonprofits. And so that has been the wealth of my work since being here since 2019. Well, we're glad you're at Northwest Community College, and it sounds like with the names, because I've had people on uh, from the Community Foundation that you talked about in Hernando and then through the planning, and on Wednesdays we do an economic development program solely. I need to be in contact with you so you can put me in the right spots uh, on some of those for future guests on the program. Maybe you can talk economic development with me as much as you've been around it as well. Let's discuss what you have done since you, and how long have you had this position at Northwest? So I came on board in Northwest in July of 2019. So almost at my year anniversary, the pandemic hit. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, that was certainly, oh boy. So of course, I'm sure you've heard of all of the stimulus packages that have passed uh, through Congress and since uh, the pandemic occurred, but um, that has been advantageous for our institution. Um, You know, we hated to see the pandemic uh, disrupt our students' education, but that has provided us the opportunity to transform their lives and enrich our community. If you can, and, and obviously you could go on, I'm sure. Uh, for a long, long, long time, but what are some of the things that you have secured and some of the things that you have brought in while you're doing this grant writing and coordinating process? So just before the pandemic here, um, we acquired about a million dollars worth of grant funds. And to give you a gauge, an idea of how much those congressional funds have supported our institution during uh, the pandemic, we finished the year out at $52 million. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so a large number, a lot of work, but we've certainly been able to support our student success and then additionally uh, further our institutional advances. And some of those included um, we were able to provide our students with direct dollars of about $5.2 million in the fall. Uh, and that was due to supporting their transition to virtual learning and then other um, challenges they've experienced since the pandemic. 
Are you by yourself doing this, or is this a, a one-lady project? This is a one-lady project. <laughs> a solo band. And so, um, in my previous uh, work experience at North Delta, I typically would do about $10 million a year in grant funds. So, it has been a challenge, to say the least, but I've had a wealth of support here in Northwest. Everyone's willing to pitch in and aid and support. And like, I may not know exactly what to do, but if you give me a quick <laughs> tutorial, I can uh, pick up. And so it has been phenomenal uh, to work with individuals here at the college. And then additionally, just what we've been able to do for our student body, as well as increasing uh, the opportunities here at the institution. Lillian talking with us about grant writing, coordinating, and things she's doing on this Northwest campus. Before we get into maybe some current projects and things, if you could let us know, I want to know this. The process that it takes for you to, to approach and to ask for and then maybe receive a grant, can, how long does that take? How much work does that go for you, and, and how long does it take for the process? Well, oftentimes the process averages about six to six months to a year, mm -hmm. um, to give you an idea. Uh, I applied for an application in September, and we just heard back last week um, for something that it will probably be announced in the next few weeks mm -hmm. for our institution. And this is a, a project that will be uh, instrumental in furthering our workforce development and uh, education opportunities for the community. And, of course, we've talked about that uh, workforce and, and different things with all the different locations that Northwest has throughout town, uh, well, throughout the whole of North Mississippi, because we talk about the Senatobia campus, the DeSoto campus, we talk about things going on in Olive Branch, by hell yeah, we've got, what, Batesville, Oxford, Water Valley, uh, they're everywhere, and Lillian trying to help out all of those things throughout. What are some of the current projects that you do have going on? So currently, uh, we just finished issuing over 800 technology devices for our students in the world we're living in presently, um, oftentimes our classes will transition to remote learning or additionally supporting students' needs um, outside of the classroom with um, technology devices. So we issued our students MacBook Airs and Dell laptops. And then additionally, students that live off campus were eligible for hotspot service for one year. Awesome. Yeah, so that was a large project that we held here internally in our office to provide some additional support for our students. Um, since we've been here, we've upgraded our data center. Um, and so our IT director loves to say that the data center at Northwest is state of the art. People are asking to actually come visit and tour our, our data center just because of the amount of investment we've been able to secure through grant funds to increase um, that side of the college. Are you having to... And, and this may be a silly question, but study almost every day to kind of look and to see different possibilities for you to do? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there are so many grant opportunities that, that, that we can't count them all, but do you have to keep searching and looking and finding and, and seeing, okay, that would work here at Northwest? Yes, it is certainly putting a puzzle together. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you elaborated earlier, um, we have a wealth of workforce development programs coming online, and those are large projects. Um, oh, and we are really trying to support our 
district and further the opportunities not only for our students, but our workforce and our industries. And so oftentimes we will develop forecasting grant opportunities that will come online and say, okay, this is an opportunity for our um, workforce center in at the concourse in Batesville. Or additionally, if there's an opportunity to expand our health care, um, our health sciences division at, the, at Northwest. So it is a lot of studying. It is a lot of reading. Um, and then also engaging with funders, um, and funding um, philanthropists to allow us to tell our story. Once again, we're talking with Lillian Morris Hilson. Just a, a one more question, and then we'll let her move on, and then we'll take a break, and we'll find Northwest student Mary Farish. We'll talk about her experience as a Northwest Community College student, what it's been like, and what's next for her uh, when uh, graduation hits and realizes, oh, i got to take another step <laughs> along the way uh, in life. We've heard Lillian's story and how that happened. So here's the thing. You know once Northwest gets a hold of you, they don't let you go, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, has it been a good family for you? Has it been a good experience uh, other than dealing with normal life and what all of us are dealing with, whether it's pandemic-wise or whatever's going on? I guess since 2019, things have been good for you. It has been a wonderful experience here at Northwest. I've had the opportunity to further my craft in grant writing. I come from a strong community economic development background, so transitioning into the education sector has been a challenge, but a great challenge for me, um, and it's been very rewarding, not only rewarding for myself, but rewarding for our institution. Well, I want to thank you for your first appearance on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It will not be the last. We'll be keeping up with all the millions of dollars uh, that you that you get. Here's the thing. Do you set goals for yourself, or is it just, I'm going to go get what I can get and get the best I can get for Northwest Community College? I do. I do set goals for myself. I'm an overachiever by nature. That's good. <laughs> and so that also um, that correlates into my work life. And I'll tell you, I am—I wear many hats. I'm heavily involved in the community. And so that passion exudes not only here at work, but also in my personal life as well. Well, listen, I do appreciate your time this morning, and we'll have you back on the program soon. Well, thank you, and I've enjoyed this opportunity. Yes, ma'am. Have a good day. You do the same. All right. That's our new friend, Lillian, who's on and talking with us about grant writing, coordinating, and getting things. $52 million uh, for the Northwest Community College world and the different things that she's been able to bring in and help go on and make Northwest Community College the place that it is today. 928, so we need to pause. We come back, and as I mentioned, we'll get one of the students, Mary Farish, on the line. We'll chat with her about a few things what her experience is like on that Northwest Sinatobi campus, and get another person's perspective in a moment. This hour is everything Northwest. Your connection to Northwest Community College and powered by Sycamore Bank. Thanks for joining us on the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. Join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. I really enjoy this time of 
the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour, and we get a chance to talk to a current student. We get to talk about why they're at Northwest Community College, what they do to help others to get there and more and meet new people. And today, we get the chance to talk with Mary Farish. She is a student on the Northwest campus. I hope that's correct. Mary, welcome to the program. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Things are fine as we do the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour on a Thursday. And I mean what I said there. I really, I've had a, a great chance to talk to a lot of people and Pathfinders. Trey Burdett was on the program uh, really a couple of times, I think. And I've had other students and other prospective students coming in. And it's always a pleasure getting a chance to listen to why you went to Northwest, what your plans are, and what you're going to do for us in Mississippi and in life afterwards. So if you don't mind, Mary, let's get a little background information on you first what area of the world did you grow up in i grew up in independence mississippi so about 50, 20 minutes from Tennessee. well aware of buck snort most people in north mississippi are along the way independence is where you are so lead us into what your major is and then why did you choose northwest for your education my major is pre-veterinary medicine in Northwest, and a lot of people don't know that Northwest offers programs like that, not it at first, but uh, I just grew up in FFA, which is Future Farmers of America, showing cows, goats, and pigs, and I've just always loved animals, so I figured I'd look into something. I did want to go to Mississippi State first. Everybody wants to go to, like, a university first, but the smartest and best decision i think for me and for a lot of people would be to choose northwest it's closer it's more uh reasonable in prices and just the faculty is always there to help you no matter what i think that's a good point uh at, at the end there because you know for me and for many others the smaller class sizes are better for certain individuals do you find that true with you that maybe not being lumped into a very large group which one day you're going to have to be we get that but right now getting that early education being in a smaller group with more hands-on from those instructors helps you yes definitely in the classes i've talked to people at universities and they're taking the exact same thing, just like double the amount of the price and i'm getting one-on-one -on -one help with my teachers instead of having to schedule certain appointments and maybe not even getting to see him at all. She's in pre-veterinary medicine, as she said. So tell us a little bit about your coursework. What have you done in that pre-vet world at Northwest Community College? So I started off in high school uh, with just the basics, getting to come to Northwest early. That's one of the reasons why I chose uh, Northwest in the beginning is because I did see how much it was helping me out. That changed my decision from Mississippi State. But most of my classes are... Uh, Science-based classes, a couple of labs, chemistries, physics, stuff like that. Here's to hopefully you uh, performing better in laboratory work than I did. <laughs> because as I told you prior to getting on the show, uh, that kind of got me back in the day. And then here we are. I'm talking for a living 30 some odd years later tell us you know you mentioned growing up in independence and whatnot and you had all different kind of animals so with that and and i'm going to go ahead and just move into to what's next i would assume that when one once you're done at northwest you will be going to mississippi state and you'll you'll finish up in all the work there but do you have a preference in what kind of animals or what kind of area that you move into in veterinary medicine i would really like to do large animal i would probably 
start in small because there's definitely always going to be small, like money in small animals because a lot of people with their farm animals just want to do it themselves because it is a lot more expensive. But I do think that people should spend the time and money on getting vets to actually look at their animals because not, I mean, A&P, animal A&P is especially very hard. We just don't know that much about the body, so we definitely want to take care of those animals too because a lot of them feed us, so. Sure. Definitely something I think is very important to do. Absolutely right. Mary Farish is talking with us as a as a student and a pathfinder on that Northwest campus. Tell us exactly uh, you know what you do there and how you try and help bring in students, whether it is within your own major, but just students in general to get to Northwest Community College. I definitely try to push Northwest, not just because I go there. I just think. Like I've been saying before, the prices, the class sizes, the faculty, you can always meet with your teacher, meet with classmates. If you need help with anything, everyone is always there to help you, and they don't mind it at all. It's uh, just, I think, really good, especially for people close to here. And we have people that are out of state that choose Northwest, too, because they see how good of a school it is. Mary, you know, with with you saying that, how much longer do you have at Northwest? Are you close to, you know, the graduation time and moving on? Sadly, yes. I graduate <laughs> in May. I've been attending Northwest since my senior year of high school, and then I started here as a freshman in 2020. Yeah, 2020. Well, look, we appreciate your time and talking with us today and, and, and doing the, the things that, that you're doing to promote Northwest uh, and, and getting the people on campus and doing tours. Are you are you guys able to do those kinds of things still? Or are we still in this COVID world, you know, bringing people in and showing them what Northwest can offer? We are definitely able still to give tours. We offer van tours or just walking tours. Since uh, the campus is letting masks be uh, whatever you decide, it's definitely totally up to you. We want to do whatever makes our guests comfortable. So if they would prefer us to do that, we'll definitely do that for them. And we also just uh, did a video shoot yesterday for online orientation. So the students that aren't that comfortable of coming to campus and touring, we're going to have videos for them to see and also just for their online classes. So they still feel like they're out of college, even if they're doing it at home. Wow, good stuff, and I know that's the way the world is and what we have to do. Uh, any other, you know, like let's just say that there's someone out there listening right now, any last message you would like to say about Northwestern? Let's just say your instructors or people, the deans or whatever, are listening. What would you like to say to Northwest Community College? Um, I would like to definitely thank Northwest for everything they've done for me. They've gotten me really far. I've gotten almost all my prereqs to apply for vet school, so they definitely helped me every single way they could um i would say to the people looking at northwest definitely look further than just a community college it's definitely a home to me i feel welcomed in my dorm and cafeteria the library the sports games no matter where i go it's just definitely very comfortable for anybody that comes in and they're putting a chick-fil-a on campus right as you leave yeah i heard that Well, that's great, though. That's great for students. That's great for Cenotopia and and great for Northwest Community College. Look, thanks for your time today. I know it's busy for you trying to get that education and do the things you do. Best of luck to you. Can't wait to, you know, maybe maybe see you one of these days. And when you get back working on those large animals in North Mississippi, if I need somebody now, I know where to call, right? Yes, sir, for sure. It might take a couple years, but I'll be there. <laughs> Mary, thanks so much. Listen, gang, we'll be back with the rest of the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour in just a few minutes. 
We're talking Rangers this hour. Thanks for joining us for the Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour. It's a special conversation about Northwest Community College. There's a campus near you and more to come. And you can join the conversation by texting 662-426-1093. on our Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour on this Thursday. We want to thank Lillian. We want to thank Mary for being on our program. Good information from both, and I hope you enjoyed the interviews we were able to get to you today. Don't forget, anywhere you check your podcasts, you'll find this a little bit later on in the afternoon, and we appreciate you for being around today. There's basketball action for both men and women tonight, both of them coming off losses. The women's basketball team losing 70-64 to in a close one at Pearl River on Tuesday as even though... Ayanna Reagan out of Baldwin had a career-high 21, 18. She hit six threes. Lady Rangers dropped to 9-6 and six overall, 3-3 three and three in conference play. They'll be on the road tonight against Coahoma in Clarksdale. Game scheduled at 6. Two teams have met already, and Coahoma won the game 72-70. Tonight's game you can see on kohomasports.com slash Watch. They'll have that game for you if you want to keep up with the Lady Rangers, 9-6 and six overall, 3-3 three and three in the conference. And for the Northwest men, they've lost back-to-back games. They lost to Northeast Community College, who's nationally ranked, and then dropped a 74-55 game on Tuesday uh, with Northwest falling to Pearl River. 10-4 and four overall, 3-3 three and three in the conference for the men now. Pearl River's 11-2, but 6-0 and oh inside MACCC competition. Pearl River scored the first nine of the game and went on to win at 74-55. So for the guys, they'll be taking on Oklahoma as well. They met in Clarksdale earlier in the year, 84-60. Northwest won the game. Tip-off tonight at Howard Coliseum is at 6. The live broadcast is the Northwest feed at Ranger TV or Facebook.com. Live. That's the places you can find the basketball games. Both teams taking on Oklahoma, the men hosting, and the women in Clarksdale. Both games start at six. We'll come back. We'll fill you in with what's going to happen uh, with the rest of the program as we'll get that set up for you and uh, go on. Actually, I'm going to tell you now. Let's go ahead and break that down for you and see if we have any other news and information. Uh, before uh, we get ready to get out of here. Tomorrow on the program, uh, Betsy Smith's going to come in. She's the owner of two Oxford uh, McDonald's locations, and she comes in often and speaks with us and talks with us about business, and uh, tomorrow we're going to have her in again searching for employees. She has been looking for over 100 or more for a long time now, and of course, Ole Miss in session, Northwest Community College, the normal population that's in the Oxford Lafayette County area, those that come into the Oxford Lafayette County area, and the need for employees is great. So Betsy will be on our program in the 915 range tomorrow morning. And when we're done, it's our friend Jake Thompson who comes in to discuss sports leading us into the weekend. We'll get that discussion with Jake. So Betsy and Jake on our program tomorrow between 9 and 10. Taking a look at the forecast one more time, we really haven't warmed up too very, very much. Uh, we're going to go to around 32 today. Right now, 26 degrees. 
That's where we are. Maybe we get above freezing if we're lucky, if the sunshine can stick out there and go. Uh, but currently, again, uh, 26 degrees. Tonight's low uh, could be in the teens now. They they may have changed it just a little bit. So we're looking at, at, at maybe moving down into the upper teens for the overnight low tonight. And they have changed it a little bit. Uh, I mean, we were going to be in the in the teens, but it uh, it looks like now we're talking about 16, 17 degrees possible with uh, the wind chill factor. So they've dropped it a little bit. But Friday's high will be around 36, back around 17 for Friday night. And then the weekend is sunny, 41 Saturday and 50 for Sunday. So not quite so bad. Next real chance of some precipitation, about 10 or more days before we're going to see some showers, hopefully. Although there's always uh, that small chance to throw in there about 20% chance on a couple of days throughout, uh, hopefully here. Although I know that uh, in our central portion of the state and in other locations, uh, they're even talking of you know some of that bad stuff. Uh, but we got a little snow to enjoy already, so maybe we can get a little break here. Today going a little bit above the freezing mark, 32, 33 is what we're talking about with an overnight low of 17, 18. Some locations, you might be a little bit cooler than that. Today on In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, here's what you'll hear. It's an interview with Mississippi Delta Community College Athletic Director Jason Connor. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar is presented by visitmississippi.org. You can hear the show each Tuesday and Friday, uh, actually each Thursday and Friday. This is Thursday, Gary. Get it right. From 1 to 2 on most Supertalk stations, supertalk.fm, and available everywhere you listen to podcasts. So that will be coming up today as Steve Azar from that Mississippi Delta area will have Jason Connor. He's the athletic director from Mississippi Delta Community College on his program coming up between 1 and 2. And, of course, you'll get middays coming up from 10 to 1. You'll get that in a Mississippi Minute. You will get good things with Rebecca Turner from 2 until 3. And then Sports Talk Mississippi chatting at you for the drive home. Let me get you this information, too. I passed this along to you yesterday, and I'm going to do it again. Because if you are a small business owner and you're out there and you're looking for some help, in the digital world, okay? Uh, Super Talk Mississippi Media has that for you now. And you can do it in a myriad of ways, but I'm going to ask you to call our, our local office here in northwest Mississippi. 662-236-0093. That's 662-236-0093. And here's what you need to do. If you're looking to get a better digital footprint out there, Obviously, we can help you. You're hearing the messages and the different things that we do uh, along the way uh, with this program and more uh, will help you in any way possible to get your message out there. And now we're trying to help you with uh, what is your digital footprint along the way. So we will help you with that. 662-236-0093. If you own or run a small business, can customers find you right online? And we know that that's where people are searching and doing and looking at things. And so with the power of Supertalk Mississippi Media's new digital program, you can reach those potential customers, get more referrals, get repeat business with Supertalk Mississippi Digital Media's highly trained and trusted staff ready to work with you and to help your business capitalize on the power of digital 
marking. Go check them out if you want at stmmdigital.com or, again, give all our good buddies that are walking up and down the halls here a call at 662-236-0093 and let them help you with whatever your needs might be today. All right, tomorrow again, we'll come back. We'll do our program. We'll have Betsy Smith on, owner of McDonald's, two locations in Oxford. And again, we'll be talking with her in the business world. We'll also be discussing the need for employees and uh, what uh, what we can do for her. We'll do that around uh, 9.15 in the morning. We'll, uh, we'll go with that and discuss things along the way with her. And then we'll have Jake Thompson come in and chat with us about sports for the rest of the hour. Thanks to our guests again on this Sycamore Bank Ranger Hour as, first of all, we got the opportunity to talk grant writing and coordinating with our new friend of the program who's obviously doing a really good job there in Lillian Morris-Hilson and good information from her and then the student, Mary Farish in the pre-veterinarian world and off into other locations uh, when she is done. And I thank them for being on the program. If you want to listen to the podcast, maybe you missed missed part of the show, find it in any of your uh, normal podcast forms. It'll be out there later on today. We're going to make the move and get out of here. We'll come back and go from 9 to 6 tomorrow. Gerard comes up next with Middays. I hope you've enjoyed this program. Stay warm going to be cool for a few days we'll do this again in about 24 hours enjoy yourself thanks for listening to the sycamore bank ranger hour so long